We are live with uh, another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's comic releases, whether they be DC, Marvel, or indie. For those of you who don't know, comics come out every week. For DC Comics, they come out every Tuesday, and Marvel and indie comics come out every Wednesday. And we're here on a Thursday, May 26, 2022, to talk about this week's releases of comics. I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. I can't do this alone. Instead, I got a guest. I got one guest today. But he has the soul of two guests. <laughs> we got. Uh, uh, were you gonna say something? Were you gonna? I just, said that is true. That That's is true. true. I thought. I, I thought you were like, no, 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 sir. <laughs> I just have one soul. Uh, we got Trevor Reese, everybody. Trevor Copter. Hey, Trevor, how you doing today? Doing good. Um, just uh, was going over this week's uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, but also, still, again, every time you say DC comes out on Tuesday, I just. Shake my head. It's just like why? Why some it's some stupid Time Warner thing that they convinced DC to do, and then DC's like, oh, we'll we'll try anything to to save ourselves. Um, yeah, no, just DC just, you know, ever since DC lost, like seriously, since Marvel came on the scene, DC's just been playing catch up. Like, I know You mean since the 60s? That is wild. The, since the but like obviously like Marvel didn't overtake DC in terms of sales for like a long long time, right? Even with like the the college boom and everything like the Marvel age of the sixties like right. But ever since they showed up, like DC had a monopoly, and DC mm. just as soon as somebody came in and shook them, yeah. somebody that they couldn't legally stop, like yeah. they did with like Captain Marvel and all the Superman guys in the right. 40, 30s and 40s but like dc just always they're they're just like oh we'll try anything they really will try anything i i'm with you to an extent now uh as a fan of dc comics like i'll i'll criticize them i'll criticize marvel like you know each of them doing their own thing i love them both um but i i mean i would say they both learn from each other except now that we've realized that the movie industry is the biggest pop culture like mover and shaker. Yeah. Comics aren't it. Cartoons, yes, at a, to a certain point. But then movies are really what it is. And if you mess up the movies, you mess up your brand. And this yeah. is something that we've been talking about like for a long time is that like DC is definitely playing catch up as far as movies. And I think they're, they're 10 years behind on being household names again. Because DC yeah. used to be the household names. Marvel wasn't the household names. Yeah. It's it's insane that DC has basically stuck to making films about their big guys, Superman and Batman. Yeah. There's constantly a new Batman movie. And people are tired. But, There's a fatigue to it. D, D, or Marvel started with their B squad. Yeah. They sold off the A squad and started with Tony Stark, who, like, like when, when that started, that was like just off the of civil war but before civil war it was um like crap it was like joe casada and um i think frank teary okay had, like it was like i was never really a big iron man fan yeah and but i i think it i think it proves the point that it's not the character that is interesting like sure a character can be interesting but really it's the writer like a character in and of itself yeah. is not bad or good 
you know? Yeah, it's no, the it, it is, it is, it is the writer. It is, or it, it, the fact of Kevin Feige, it is the yeah. shepherd. It is the right. person who has the vision is the important thing, which again, which is like, goes back to Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster had the vision of Superman. Yeah. Um, uh, Bob Kane had a different vision, um, but then Jack Kirby and Stan Lee, like the two of them, their joint vision. Right. I mean, a shared vision. We could have a whole key back about yeah how much each person shared. Yeah. But like as good as the New God stuff is, like Dark Side's it, and uh, nothing ever topped what came from his collaboration with Stan Lee. I think that like. New God's biggest impact is when they cross over with Superman. Uh, and, yeah, and, and because of that, Justice League, right? Yeah. But not on their own. And I get that. But I, I love New Gods. I think New Gods is better than well, Eternals. It's like, what's the point of Eternals when you got New Gods? I get it. Well, you know, New Gods was the intention, the original genesis of New Gods was to be the New Gods for Thor. That he would... Jack Kirby's idea was to do Ragnarok and replace them with the new gods. That's where the name comes from. But new, new gods, gods was and... DC. No, I know. No, he had the idea beforehand. While he was oh, and he Marvel. had it for Marvel. Okay. And he had, and he, he, he's just like, I'm not, I'm not bringing this to the table. Right. Until I know, until I get some certain permissions to do storylines. Right. Um, and when he kind of realized that uh, on top of everything else, but also that they weren't going to let him kill off Thor and kill off the, the, uh, the Pantheon. But if right. you look, I, and I just read it again, if you look at the opening images of uh, the first New Gods book, it is very much Jack Kirby's Thor. Okay. Like Fair. the characters in it, like, yeah. So that's, so that's where <laughs> um, the name New Gods came from because they were going to replace Thor. Yeah. Um, it's funny we bring up because this this all sparked off of like why is DC doing things differently? They have a different distributor, and we're saying they're playing catch up. And I I like to say they borrow from each other. I think Marvel has borrowed the idea of legacy when they used to not have a legacy like uh, angle. Yeah. Uh, DC has a legacy, uh, but they both kind of then they punted from it each away. Other. What's up? They punted it away. Which one? Like they've put, uh, they, I mean, now they're doing it with like uh, um, John Kent. But like they really oh. like ever oh, since yes. like Jeff Johns came on the scene, not to like criticize it, but like it coincides with the rebirth trend. Right. They just shirked it. They like yeah. they punted it after after just like, but like you guys gave us Wally West as the flash to the point of like it became Uncle Ben, Bucky Barnes, and Barry Allen are never coming back to life. What used to Uncle be Uncle Ben, like to say. Bucky Uncle Bar Uncle Ben yeah. is now the only person who is Uncle uh, Ben Jason Todd. Jason Todd, Jason Todd Bucky... came back. No, I but, know. But I'm saying, yeah. But it, like it was like it used to be um, that. Like they gave us Dick Grayson into Nightwing. They gave us Bear, right. uh, Wally. There West was progress, and with progress yeah. comes legacy. But with, but I think they got rid of that. It's because they do their retcons in order to keep up with Marvel, and that's kind of a. They're not only borrowing from each other; they're in competition with each other, and because of that, you can make bad moves. You know, because of competition, uh, and whoever's captaining the ship can make the wrong decision in battle, right? And yeah, what? But I, I just think I do think that DC is behind a little bit because of uh, their their lack of like moving into other mediums and doing those properly. Um, 
but you know Arrowverse was French kiss for a little while yeah for for the time especially for the time uh, even also, for the time Smallville was uh, Smallville yeah. was a great thing for the time you know um but like also like they t- it took them eight years to build uh to Christ on infinite earth yeah and they teased that literally the first, first episode, episode of, flash. of the flash yeah yeah um but then marvel again borrows ideas from dc when it comes to their like tv stuff and like trying to figure that out and yeah. you can argue on which one's better and which one's worse and i think that there's a stylistic difference and you just find one that works for you but i think that what marvel really I- succeeded in is uh, uh, realizing that like Tony Stark can be a household name, Groot can be a household name if you have a strong yeah. guiding hand and a strong vision behind it. Now, we got to talk well, about this. Korg is a household yeah. name, right? Well, Korg isn't even from the books. Korg is from the books. He is. Yeah, he's one of the Warbound from. Um, oh, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. but yeah. he looks different. But, yeah, he looks different in the. Uh, he looks more like the thing. If the thing- yeah no it's it's all coming back to me yeah it's coming back yeah um to to the point I'm where I'm, now I'm good. thinking in the MCU like why what are we gonna say is special about the thing when we already have Korg you know what I mean oh oh we're gonna have something special power wise we're t- I'm talking strictly on a physical level not personality but like how do we make the thing not be a carbon copy of Korg as far as looks and power set like why would he be any you know contribution to any fight that that korg wouldn't be you know how dare because korg's running around in space korg's not no i know oh so Earth. it's just lack of availability it's a lack of availability it's the same argument i have he got he got a transfer right it's the but same no, argument it, 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 I, I have for like why does the flash have electric powers now when the flash shouldn't have electric powers what's the point of flash having electric powers if black lightning has electric powers and flash then has extra powers what's the point if you want some lightning thrown then you just have flash on your team you know but now like black lightning could fly in the series and that's i think something new that's something new yeah but i'm just saying like what's the no i hear what you're saying but you know i mean it's because it's the family that's the thing it's just like yeah if we're going power set but mainstream audience. I mean, wise, what, what, but what's what's the point of having Korg when you got the Hulk? Well, I think specifically there's just a different like there's a different aesthetic, but I don't think there's a different aesthetic Korg versus thing. Well, he he's a, he's just a head, he's a, just a round head. Yeah, he's a different design. He's but he's still a big strong <laughs> a strong rock monster. That's what he is, right? Yeah. It'd be like having two dragons on your team. Like you wouldn't. I mean, it, but it is, but it is also just the fact of like, Korg's new and Ben Grimm just hasn't been done right. Right. As my, I like as like Michael Chiklis has done the best. Michael Chiklis yeah. is the best because Jamie Bell was wrongly cast, wrongly just just everything wrong about right him, that whole thing. Right. But um, yeah, no, it. it, it I just, I mean, it'd, it'd be just, like I mean, having Danny, Danny Rand and the Shang-Chi on the Avengers. It's the same, you know, dare it, you. It, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put both of them. You. I wouldn't put both of them on the Avengers. Dare you put Shang-Chi and Danny Rand on equal footing? I know Danny they're not. Danny Rand sucks butts. So I'm saying, is Thing stronger than 
I think he is probably he okay. is stronger. So you'd have to really Korg, show that like Korg is thing... all but what Korg isn't a heavy. Korg we always see with weapons. Yeah, that's true. He's a barbarian and, and, and type. And he yeah. Yeah. yeah, and and Thing fights like the Hulk. Yeah, okay. So if we go that route, if we show literally that's, Thing being like, I can lift up a mountain, then we're like, okay, now we're seeing a specifically different power set than with Korg. Yeah, but also we I, we don't I don't I don't know how strong Korg is as much as he is durable, because again we haven't really seen Korg's battle prowess has not really been demonstrated, and usually I think in Ragnarok he's using like guns and and like rifles. So and a, and he has really, a he has a mace. Yeah. 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 I think Ben Grimm is stronger. That's fair. Um, I because I know you and I, we can talk about anything for however long. Mm-hmm. We will loop all our stuff in with the titles that we've read this week, right? Uh yes. I want to know, I just want to know a list of your titles. And if you have the issue number, just let me know everything that you read this week. Title and issue number. All right. Amazing Spider-Man number two. Okay. Um, which no freaking clue what's happening on that. We can we, talk. We yeah, can we'll talk about off. that. We both read that. Um, Saga 59. Cool. Which there was supposed to be, I was stoked because I know you don't read Saga. And so the, the guest that was, uh, there was going to be a third person. Justin, here, yeah. And he couldn't make it, but he, on his list was Saga. I'm like, yes, I could finally freaking talk about this I'm book sorry. on the king. Nope. We'll be able to talk about it. Don't worry. Just go through your list real quick, and then we'll lose that um, round. Yes. And then uh, DC vs. Vampires Hunters. Yeah. Um, Punisher number three. And then um, Robin 14. And some Spider-Man titles, right? Yes. Savage Spider-Man three uh-huh. or two. I forget. Uh, it's three. And then uh, Spider-Man 2099 Exodus. Okay. I don't know if it's a one shot or not. That's the problem. And I've been saying this on the show. It's like, I don't like it when they write down one because they're trying to get that number one sale for a number one issue, but it's a one shot. You know what I mean? They do that. And I'm like, I no, this seems I to be an of five. Okay. Um, I read DZ versus Vampire Hunters, Amazing Spider-Man 2, Punisher 3, Teen Titans Academy 15, Robin 14, Legion of X 1, Devil's Reign Omega, Deathstroke Inc. 9, DC 1060, Batman Fortress 1, Avengers 56, Action Comics 1043, and that's it. So um, I want to know, though, we'll just, you know, we will kick it off this way. What is your pick of the week? I mean, it's Saga. Saga was so good. Let's talk Um, about it. But also, Saga, I, I feel like um uh like giving it too a little too much hype this particular issue okay. just because not be, not to say anything bad about it but i also bought the previous two issues mm-hmm. i was a little behind so i basically had a three issue like reading and so that's i'm just like just my saga intake this week was so good because the last three issues um like we're almost through the first uh arc um yeah of coming back i heard this 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 issue wasn't that great that's just i just heard it in passing somebody was like yeah it was what it was it's table setting it's a lot it's it's putting pieces into play that are going to come back because it's like um they've been stuck basically they got compromised the family is selling drugs Mm -hmm. they got found by a um like shadier higher um um fighting like criminal 
who can okay. offer them a, a, a way to get a possible passage. Um, so they have to work with him. Okay. And so it's it's like setting things up. Yeah, but then like the kids are kind of dealing with because uh, it's uh, Hazel and then Squire. Okay. Um, and Squire is um, I'll get some spoilers if you want. Depends. Whatever. No, I'll keep it vague. I'm, I'm cool vague. with like. But no, I, I will read it eventually. So yeah, basically it's 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 table setting. It's a lot of because there's the uh, the guy who's been like not necessarily like a stepdad because him and uh, Alana are are not like romantically together, uh-huh. um, but he is very much like a stepdad to Hazel, the main girl, the narrator, uh-huh. and um, Squire, her um, uh, adopted brother. Okay, and um, uh, basically there's an implication that he, he has been a teddy bear for the first four issues, but there's an implication that he was awful. Okay. In his, in, before meeting up with them. Okay. That he was just a heartless, heartless person. Okay. Um, and so it's just like, Oh, do we want is like, what happened to bring this out in him? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's the opposite of amazing Spider-Man two of they lay out stuff that we do not know the answers for yeah not all cute and coy with it and like annoyingly like obtuse and not yeah bailing out like i mean we we will talk about amazing spider-man too but but yeah but this we talked about number one and it was i mean okay whatever sorry do you have more to say about saga though well yeah no it's just beautiful like this the cover like you just said it on screen is gorgeous yeah um and it also I'll spoil this because it's inconsequential. Mm-hmm. That fish is killed during the course of the issue. Oh, on accident. Um, somebody um, is murdered in a uh, basically like a, a fish store in, a, in an aquarium. Okay. Um, and the guy um, who shoots the other guy, he realizes he shot like his his gun went through and hit the uh, tank ahead of him and killed the fish that's on the cover. Oh. And I just think that's like. Just a beautiful, like a beautiful metaphor for what this book is. Okay, it's Which just is? like beautiful stuff. Terrible things happen to. Yeah. Um. But it's also not. It's it doesn't take away from the beauty of it. And the guy even like regrets it. Like he 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 full on murders this person in cold blood because this person is a loose end. Um. And but then he's just like laments that he accidentally killed this beautiful fish and so yeah, yeah it's just but yeah but it is a lot of teasing there's not like it's a slow burn up, series right yeah it, it's it's a slow it's a it's slow to boil okay but then it it hits okay like, i know everybody everybody rants and raves about saga like everybody rants and it's back after a however many years hiatus. 18. Eight, no, not, three, well, three, three years. Three okay. Years. You're like 18, 18 years. No, no, three I was years. thinking okay. 18 months, but yeah, it was three yeah. years. Okay. Um, everybody rants and raves about saga, and it's it's very similar to like the rant when people rant and rave about Neil Game and Sandman. It is like honestly, it is one it's I think it is one of those once in a generation books. The last one being I, Sandman. Potentially, I know there's been stuff be- since, 
but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. Right. We're talking S tier, right? Because like Invincible yeah. is an A tier book, but like people swear by Sandman. They swear by Saga. That's an S tier, yeah. right? S for yes. swear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I would say Invincible is an A series. It's got, it, it chokes in the middle when I, I think Kirkman kind of didn't know if he was gonna if it was if this was like an on a perpetual ongoing or just a long ongoing mm-hmm. about that and walking dead they both had dips in the middle where i think kirkman was wrestling with the fact that he had an ending idea but didn't know how long it was going to take to get to there right i still think they're um, a tier books yeah no they are but but that's why i think invincible doesn't reach the s tier is invincible just it, it doesn't feel like a slog ever but yeah there's just some about it that doesn't connect it into like the upper echelons right right uh i just re- started reading sandman for the first time ever uh um, sandman's um i got super lucky because sandman was introduced to me in 10th grade oh i had an english teacher who had a mental breakdown um and our substitute teacher mr peralta mr p uh he t- uh told me about sandman because he he saw that i was kind of reading comic books and he saw that it was a little bit like nerdy or an off the beaten path yeah so just like sandman and so yeah my my i have volume one that is the only one i own i've read yeah. everything else through library books but the volume one i own i've had for almost 30 years okay uh 20 years, 20 shout years. Out, yeah 20 years shout out to chelsea h from uh from high school uh and college but like she, uh, she was one who used to tell me about Sandman, and I'm like, I I read like superhero comics back then in high school, right? Like I Sandman wasn't really on my on my like radar, but she brought up, and I remember this from this has been years. She brought up the serial killer convention, and I was like, that is a cool idea. Cut to what 15, 15 years later, where I'm like, I'm gonna read. I I, I looked up. I was like, what what issue is the serial killer convention? And it's like issue 15 or something, 16. And I'm like, I'm gonna read up until the end of that arc, from the beginning to the end. So I I binge 16 or so issues, and then I'm like, I'm gonna take a break. But I liked it because uh, basically what inspired me was the trailer came out, the teaser, yeah, the Netflix teaser trailer. Um, I mean, but also like I got a bone to pick with DC, and I post this on my Instagram. But those motherfuckers, it, it is a Vertigo title. It yeah. is what cemented Vertigo and like launched Vertigo. Yeah. Because Alan Moore basically introduced the adult market. With, <clears throat> and with, with uh, Swamp Thing? With Swamp Thing and then with uh, Watchmen. And Constantine? And, and yeah. Who did Constantine? Um, Alan Moore? Yeah, he did. He, um, he did Constantine because Constantine came, uh, first appeared in Swamp Thing. He, he, yeah, he created. Yeah. Um, but but they just recently put out the book in in anticipation for uh, the Netflix show. Call it DC. They call it DC Black Label. Yes. And it's like no, oh, it is not a DC Black oh, Label. I get what you mean. It is a Vertigo uh, title. But the current and Sandman look, is a Black Label, right? Under uh, no, it's the it's. It, the vertigo imprint is dead right but what's, um, there's but a current sandman something this, nightmare it's country. like sandman universe Night, nightmare i think country. they kind of yeah uh, but it's sandman universe is like the overarching thing and i think it's like has like 
it, it's not an imprint as it was anymore. I know that, but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what it's labeled, but yeah, seeing a Sandman book labeled DC black label and like you cowards, you, you like, they stop li like, cause you, you know, over the first six issues, it's got uh, Martian Manhunters in it. Constantine's in it. It is like, black label. The new Sandman universe nightmare country is black label. Okay. And well, that makes sense because that they killed Vertigo, but it's just like, I, I get it like, though. Vertigo is a dead imprint. And, but I mean, we have a, attached they have DC, they have stuff that says DC Vertigo. Oh, on the like Netflix it, stuff? No, on, on, on the books. Oh, it, it's, this is, this is something that they started doing this year. Okay. I'm just saying that like, it makes sense. And I get that we have an attachment to it, but it makes sense why they're saying DC Black Label because the current Sandman universe title, Nightmare Country is on DC Black Label. But D, like, it's just like annoying because DC didn't have the courage to publish it as a DC title. They created the Vertigo imprint. Right. So that you're saying they owe publishing. Vertigo. Yeah, they Which owe I, Vertigo. I, I, no, no, no. They, they owe. They, they owe Vertigo is what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, no, they owe, they owe it to the people who kept Vertigo around and made I'm with you. A, a, its own thing. Yeah, like I'm Marvel, with you. Marvel, Marvel had the decency to call it Marvel Max. They, what? They what? said it's their Max line, but it, it's... Wait, like, wait, what's Marvel Max? I know Marvel Max, but no, when have they Marvel ever... Max, like they, Jessica Jones is Marvel Max. They didn't put Marvel, like, Ma they didn't put Marvel Max on the Jessica Jones uh, Netflix show. No, they just put Marvel. But no, yeah. what I'm saying is That's when they first to put it out, they said, this is Marvel, but it is adult. Yes. Granted, it wasn't 1989, which was a different time. Right. But they, but DC, like, this is published by DC Comics, but it is Vertigo. And then over time, as adult comics became more and more, yeah. like, um, accepted right. by the general audience and, like, the, 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 the world at large... Then they says, "Oh yeah, DC, we've been right. Like, that's been us." It's like, no, that's I'm just my saying. Rant. Just that's my rant. <laughs> I get your rant. I'm just saying Marvel didn't say didn't put the Max imprint on the Jessica Jones Netflix show. They didn't do it. No, but, no, but that's not. It's not the Max or the Vertigo. It is the reclaiming of it as a Marvel or a DC book. Marvel never shirked that these weren't marvel character oh i get what you it mean is, i guess it, dc because also like dc stopped letting them use dc characters i don't uh, I, I think they let stop letting him use it or neil gaiman just decided this i don't want to tie it to it i mean neil gaiman in the first but, couple like, issues did dr destin yeah and and i don't know if that was a conscious choice or dc was just like yeah i hope you had your fun because this is getting too crazy we don't want to include our dc people with yeah well, before we move on to back to the comics, I think a comparable thing would be Marvel's new universe title or their new universe imprint. If they ever did a show on a new universe character like Starbrand, would they say new universe or would they say Marvel? I'd say they'd say Marvel. They wouldn't say new universe. New universe doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But at the same time, it's just like DC's out here talking about Shazam when uh, they did not create Shazam. No, Charlton Comics. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Charlton did, and they killed him. They yeah, killed. They killed Charlton. You're, you're making it sound like he was. He's not Malcolm X. Here. Like, come on. <laughs> he's not Martin no. Luther King. They killed no, the FBI. 
They killed DC them. Comics murdered Charlton Comics. <laughs> Charlton Comics, yes, but not the owner. They had a no, hand not C- his... not CC Beck. They didn't yeah. kill CC. Okay. Um, did you have a runner up for best uh, 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 your pick of the week? Because your pick of the week is Saga Fifty Nine. Great. And I, you didn't read it. I didn't read that, but I have a couple of picks of um, the week. But I, I, it's hard to pick one. I surprisingly found myself enjoying uh dc versus vampires hunters i liked it a lot that would like it's i don't know whether it's my pick of the week but it is close uh you want to talk about it it's yeah uh dc versus vampires is a what 12 issue miniseries yeah and they they just finished issue six yeah they seem to put like a little hiatus like here's the first six issues we're gonna hang out do some one shots yeah so this one shot takes place in between issues six and seven yeah, this is the the aftermath of of six. Yeah, because in which, there's a big shift after six, right? Yeah, one through six is the vampires in the shadows. There's subterfuge. There's like cloak and dagger kind of stuff, and then at the end of six, the vampires take over the world. Yeah, I think it, it's 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 simultaneous. Like they're in the shadows and clandestine, but also the resistance against them and the team against them, which needless to say after issue six is not a thing anymore. (laughs) Yeah. They've, they've taken over too much and there's a big reveal in issue six. Well, I mean, they also killed, I mean, we don't need to say who they They killed killed a lot of killed some big people, a couple of people. Yeah. And on top of that, they've already killed some other big people. Right. Um, so, I mean, there will be spoilers that we could talk about with this issue because kind of what we have to do, but like what we, uh, did we ever see Damien get bit in issue six? I couldn't, I can't remember. Yes, I, re- I reread it. I reread okay. it. Okay. Uh, basically, um, the sequence of events, uh, I mean, we're going to talk about it. So we have to, yeah, we got to talk. Dick about Grayson it. reveals himself in a pretty good twist because yeah. Dick Grayson. Cause we counted him out. Counted him out. Yeah, they did a good job of, of deceiving it, but also it's just his character. It, it, a lot of times you kind of imagine Bruce Wayne's not going to make it through some of this stuff, but Dick Grayson, if Dick Grayson doesn't die immediately, you kind of imagine, okay, well, Dick Grayson's going to be the John Connor of this. Right. Because Dick- yeah, I think it's a lot of the implication of Dick Grayson a lot of times is he's the one who steps up when Bruce Wayne dies. Right. Because he's. Uh... He's kind of the poster boy for the for the second gen, right? Or is he considered third gen? No, he's second gen. Well, is Justice I mean, is Justice Society first gen? I mean, technically, if you want to get into it, Dick Grayson is first gen. Well, yeah, but like when when they're considered, okay, so the like Jonathan Kent is considered the fifth generation of heroes. That's why they, oh, yeah, they were saying five, like five G, five G. That was five G, right? Um, they're bringing it uh, back in dark crisis you know but uh i mean uh, i I don't mind the idea i think it's a cool idea i think it's just a stupid name oh it's a stupid name because yeah because it's like oh oh, because it's my my internet yeah cool right um yeah no i like it like but yeah but what are the phases then so if jonathan kent and that would be damien is phase five phase four is tim phase Three is Dick, phase two is Batman, phase one is Justice Society. Is that kind of like the gens? I would say first generation is the golden and silver age sort of 
together. I, I, I disagree because how well, how's just, second gen. Well, but how's how Jordan's second gen because of Alan Scott. Alan Scott and, and Jay Garrick and, and Bear and Barry Allen. Honestly, the flashes are probably your best best determinator. Okay, but, Jay, Jay is one, Barry is two, you, Wally's three. That's Dick. Wally, Dick is three then. No, Dick is not three. Dick is two, if not one. He, I know. I get your. He's, a, I he's, get the way he's on you're a sliding thinking. scale. I no, get no, the no. way you're thinking. You're thinking about like chronologically how they came out in our world, but I'm saying in universe, Dick Grayson is third gen. Okay, in universe, well, he's the third generation of heroes. Like the Justice League falls. So that means Batman, Batman, and Superman are second gen. Quote unquote. Yes. It's because That's what I'm saying it's 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 murky. I know it's because weird. they are golden age, right? But um, the justice. But then, think about it this way: it's 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 Justice Society first gen, Justice League second gen, T, uh, the original Teen Titans team third gen. That's what I'd that, say. Young Justice is is Gen Four. Yes, so Tim Drake. Yes, but 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 also like, And then, so then it would be if Jen is there Damien. Is no, there is no Robin, but da, but Damien's fourth. Damien's the tail end of the fourth generation. Da, Damien's the same as Jonathan Kent. That's what I'm trying to say. But he's he was also around. I know. Also, like, but you're thinking our Jonathan, universe. You're thinking our universe. But in their no, but universe, jo- no, no. Jonathan Kent got artificially aged. Jonathan Kent was a baby when Damien was like still twelve. Right. So but I'm but still then considering got them the same aged. age. The same, the same gen. Because Damien, oh, we're gonna get lost in this. I'm I'm telling but, you that that's that's I no doubt that's what DC is thinking right now when they say fifth generation heroes. That's what they're but, thinking. But it's also like in the future, and Damien's like he's the he's Batman of the fifth generation. As Robin, he is fourth gen. Because he's the fourth Robin. Yeah, but you're thinking you're you're not you're not. I think we're we're like we're 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 arguing different things. I'm not talking about, I'm just saying like the fifth gen of heroes is Jonathan Kent. It's, it's, it's Yara Floor. It is Damien. It is um, not even Bart Allen. It is, well, they're kind of hyping up Jess Chambers, the, the, the flash of a different earth as kind of the fifth gen flash. Um, oh yeah. The, the, um, she's non-binary. non-binary queer. Yeah. 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 Um, so Jess Chambers, not yeah, Jess Chambers of a different earth, not to be confused with Jesse Quick, who was Jess Chambers of this earth. Anyway, the point being is is that like that's kind of roughly what DC is thinking. I'm 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 wait, so so there is another I, I didn't even put two or two together, another freaking speedster needlessly named the same freaking name as another person. It's Wally West and Wallace West. Oh yeah, again. yeah. <laughs> It's Jesse and Jess. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, and fourth what, gen. What are they doing? Fourth gen they brought <laughs> up before. Fourth gen is Kyle Rayner, um, Wally West, Connor Hawk. Or not Wally West, because Wally West is before, but he did take up the mantle at that point. No, it's uh it's Connor Hawk, it's uh uh Wally West. Because each superhero line well, doesn't have and then it's Tim Drake is fourth. So then that would be yeah. that would be the, the speedster of that would be impulse. Yeah, I would say impulse because he also he's also became the fourth flash. Yeah, so I'd say that's his, f- his fourth gen. Tiny, tiny, young justice, 
Young Justice era, 90s era. I would say that, yeah. That's fourth gen. Is, this, this group doesn't have a team. No. To call their own. They no. just have a duplicate teams. Because, yeah, I would say it's Justice fourth gen Society, got screwed Justice over. League, Teen Titans, Young Justice. Yeah. Because no, fourth, fourth gen no, got screwed gen. over by rebirth stuff. Like Hal yeah. coming back, Barry coming back. Fourth, the fourth generation is us. I mean, granted, they are yeah. the ones that we grew up with. Yeah. But literally, they are us. They were supposed to be the best generation since Justice Society. Same as us. If you look at like generational studies our demographic when we started off we were supposed to mirror the greatest generation um, you can't see bits and pieces of that with like zuckerberg and like and, and the, the rise of the internet you see some of that stuff yeah is greta the, is the financial greta, crisis uh, greta um thurnberg is she considered millennial no she's, she's gen, z, uh, right? gen z she's gen z yeah yeah gen z are the boomers kind of uh this is gonna this is gonna derail everything but okay. well, but no but like in terms of like of how they follow stuff is we were supposed to be the ones who have these huge the same benefits and, and like opportunities for success same as the 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 greatest generation right um but then everything fell apart yeah but you can uh, see that like 2000 like we bill clinton ends with a surplus and then eight years later we are in the greatest recession yeah yeah <laughs> um let's uh, uh so needless to say dick grayson <laughs> is the vampire king <laughs> yes dick grayson is the vampire king of these vampire hunters damien was surprises me because he's a vampire but he is a vampire hunter again why i love damien he's is... the only one who's been able to kind of break that cycle but i think it's because alfred is there and alfred is yeah, feeding that's, and that's... he's feeding him he's taking care of him dick mentions like he got turned without anyone around like he got turned alone, but Damien yeah. was turned with Alfred, which I don't understand because Damien, like, he's turned off off screen. Uh, because he got bitten. Alfred took him away. Right? They rescued him. Right? Did they rescue him? No, they got um someone Jason else. Goes, Jason goes. Oh, it's Cassandra. They get Cassandra out. Yeah, they get Cassandra. You're right. And, and then Damien was left behind too. Yeah, but Jason yeah, so Jason, think, Jason goes in to save him, but Jason dies. Well, yeah. J well, that's the thing is Jason, like what happened to Damien is what they wanted to do to Jason. But Jason, Jason asks Oliver Queen to shoot him. Ugh, kill him. Such So good. I, yeah, I'm, was, I'm loving DC vs. Vampires because it's a slow burn and because it's not just, let's see them fight. Like DC, talk about DC learning from Marvel. Marvel did Marvel zombies. Marvel also did marvel kills the marvel universe or whatever like where there were like a yeah. rabid Everyone, cannibals yeah right um but in this dc did injustice sure but like they're when they they did deceased as well right but their deceased is also a slow more psychological burn than but also that zombie completely without personality dc i think what sets yeah the, the the zombies were just zombies they were just they, they were not there was no bit of anyone and this oh yeah DC versus vampires their personalities are twisted but it's like it's it's like um more like buffy's vampires yeah where it's just like it is all personality all charm all um with marvel zombies oh with oh no, with, with, vampires. with dc yeah. versus vampires yeah uh shout out to adele out there uh thank you and shout out to aries out there um 
Adele, I don't know, because uh, I know Adele works for volume. I don't know if you're following me on uh, uh, on Instagram at the Keeg Show, but um, definitely give us uh, give us a follow. Um, um, I'd like to uh, reach out to you with some uh, some ideas. Um, uh, DZ vs. Vampires, really good. Um, uh, I thought I just, was- uh, yeah, I just want to say like I freaking love Damian Wayne, and it's stuff like this of like you expect Damian Wayne always rises to the occasion. And stuff like this. Like, you expect, right. oh, my God, he's been turned into a vampire. Right. He's going to be the psychotic one. And right. Damian Wayne's actually the only vampire who has compassion and is, like, trying to still help humanity. Right. And that's why I don't like Grant Morrison's Batman 666. I don't like it. It's that future but Batman it, where he's like, I don't, I don't like it. I, I, I don't like Grant Morrison's, like, negative attitude. But I, I think, I think they've kind of come around to it though too. I think I, I when you first, when Damien first showed up on the scene, I think Grant Morrison expected that. Yeah, I don't think Grant Morrison saw that other people would see this compassionate side within Damien. Yeah, and I think since then they've. I mean, I don't know if Grant Morrison has done anything with really with Damien since uh, Batman Six 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 popped him. up recently, and I can't remember where. Um, but yeah, but there, but that's yeah, it's it's an intriguing thing of him being um going full evil with the fact that he's like the son of uh Tali al Ghul, the daughter of uh, the, or the grand the grandson of uh Rachel Ghul, right? And the son of, of Bruce Wade, right? Like that is a powder keg waiting to destroy the world, but it is like. It's like a, t- a twist on the what Bane says in Dark Knight Rises, like you adopted the darkness I was born in it. Yeah, and that's why I think Damien is just like you, you petty people. Like this is what you're gonna you're gonna just rule, rule the world. This is what you're gonna do with your darkness. Like screw that. Like I, I've like yeah, Damien just I love that. I love Damien Wayne. Yeah, um, I think he appeared in the new Flashpoint sequel series because uh, they're messing with with time and the multiverse and stuff. Um, I think, but that wasn't Grant Morrison. Um, yeah, I think Damien is cool because he has people that he can count on and he has love, unlike where he had, where he was under Rachel Ghoul. And even Rachel Ghoul has changed. I don't know. Are you reading Shadow uh, Shadow War at all? No, but I've been reading, uh, he popped up in, uh, in Robin. Robin 14 is a tie-in um, and so is Deathstroke Inc. 9. And so- um that's been interesting um yeah that sh- the the robin 14 is the only thing of shadow war of red but like he he popped up in um in robin like a couple issues ago it was like almost annoyingly like boomer hippie Ray- oh race <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it was just like are you like a, a parrot head now are you gonna go uh, like watch a jimmy buffett concert yeah because so like it's he's it's, trying it to fits. turn over a new leaf yeah, that's what I like. I like when Grant Moore or uh, Jeff Johns was really good at this of retcons and Grant Morrison too, like retcons that don't dismiss anything that's happened. Right. Like he started off as an eco terrorist. Right. It's like, yeah, so he probably like loves kombucha and he probably like goes to Whole Foods. Like it's little things that you can extrapolate that are implied by um various choices that these characters made over the years yeah it's just like 
it that doesn't feel as ridiculous as it is him being like oh kumbaya fits the character yeah to an extent yeah uh i don't know who's writing robin right now but uh um they're doing uh, a good job Williamson. oh is it williamson yeah he's doing a good job he's uh, like joshua williamson is coming a long way because his flash was a stinker it, it like it was yeah just, it yeah. was bland it i'm, was I'm like, with you yeah it was like the worst of like boring 2000s marvel yeah well some people can't do down-to-earth characters and some people can't do like grandiose characters like brian michael bendis i think works best when he's writing down-to-earth characters yeah and i think joshua williamson i think as the for whatever reason like the flash world didn't yeah fit yeah didn't fit his style and what he wanted to write and i think yeah the robin book's been awesome yeah again damian wayne freaking love him um but even like the the death of the justice league issue and like i'm i'm initially i was like uh joshua williamson's gonna be handling dark crisis okay like but did williamson write write the death of the justice league oh he wrote 75 i didn't know that okay yeah and he's right like dark crisis is like his baby okay death of the justice league was kind of a means to an end issue so it was just kind of like how do we write these guys off the board just kind of do it and see what happens i'm interested to see where dark crisis goes you know um did did you read punisher three yeah because i never thought i'd be advocating for a punisher series I, i i read punisher but like uh this this kind of new take on him has been very refreshing yeah jason aaron like did you read punisher is punisher max series no uh maybe what, what was it what was the story it's like? the it's the one with fisk and bullseye and electra and oh and when electra sleeps with vanessa yeah yeah i read that one yeah yeah that jason aaron that was he did that and it's just like clearly like has like an understanding of frank that few people do yeah but like uh, this is such a bold new direction yeah i i never saw this coming up and like and then issue one came out i'm like oh like look everyone seemed to be like um oh like this is clearly political correctness and they're just upset because of all the backlash with like the, the debate about the cops and the logo right and all that stuff they're neutering him it's just like no like again who would read this and say they're neutering him he is not neutered. No, but like the idea. No, because of, they're, like, oh, they're, they're putting him yeah. the hand. Like, well, they have their own biases, right? And like, I get it. They they changed the skull for a actual reason. And then they worked it into the story on, on a, a reason that makes sense. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. It, it, it's like when they show f- flashbacks to Robin and sometimes they give him like tights instead of just bare thighs, you know? and undies yeah like i'm cool with that are we complaining about that like i guess some people would but like no we're we're cool we're cool with like not bare thigh dick grayson right (laughs) it's fine they worked it in they were like okay they retcon yeah whatever yeah no it, it is like you gotta kind of modernize but also like frank like frank castle is a malleable character because he has a, such a simple present for a premise yeah punishing criminals right punishing 
like he is like that's why the execution of it was awful but the execution the, of what the marvel night series that happened before uh welcome back frank okay where they turn him into a basically angels came oh down yeah and it's like you are going to, like basically kind of turned him into the specter which is like that's yeah not a bad idea no it's the a, execution. i mean it's it is a better premise than Frankencastle, which is that came literally later, a right? freaking pun. Yeah, came about ten years later. I had it. I I, I like got into it on the comment section of a what culture comic or a video because they completely like butchered the timing of everything. Yeah, it's like no, that's not at all what it happened. Yeah. yeah. So, but like, Punisher like works like working with the hand like that works if you remember like what they are and yeah. they stand for. Like, it's like, why didn't someone think about this before? Why it's amazing. Frank, why didn't Frank Miller do, do this? Right. Like in the 80s. The art is really good on this too. Yeah, it's, uh, was it C- Riaz? S- S- Hold on. It's uh, Saiz. Saiz. Yeah, it, like for lack of a better word, I described it as like, it's, it's a uh, John Cassidy kind of ripoff. It looks okay, yeah, kind of. Yeah, just bulkier characters, but like the way the pens and the shading and the ink and and and, and the color all come together, yeah. it's very John Cassidy. Okay, but yeah, like yeah. I'm looking at page three when you start when they start killing all the aim people, and it's just like, Hydra. But yeah, um, oh yeah, sorry, yeah, you're killing all the uh, the Hydra people. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, like he's just a tank of a man also it, um, I, I'm, I'm just making some connections here the fact that aries is running hydra very interesting if you take into greek mythology yeah jason era man he he freaking he's he's who did the the basis of of thor love and thunder that's yeah. his art it's his his run yeah the, like gore and and yeah basically everything that's going to be used in love and thunder yeah who wrote mighty thor with jane who wrote that run jason aaron i think was that jason aaron also yeah okay yeah no his run started like his epic thor thing started with jane um becomes thor because it was off the heel it was the relaunch of the book after thor became unworthy following original sin but gore didn't originally fight jane gore originally fought well thor was around thor eventually reclaims his power and he's like running around with uh i think yarn bjorn yeah 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 right but yeah but yeah no but jane like comes into the fray yeah it's been but, a while i need to catch up on the moment. yeah yeah definitely very much this that i would say is the top of my summer reread list is jason aaron's thor run I'd found less and less time to reread. Like, I mean, I would. Unless something epic's coming out, it doesn't look like. I mean, Spider Man. I'm, I'm reading everything though. Trades. I, I read. <laughs> well, I also don't have. I also don't have comic talk every week, so yeah, I don't that's have true. to. I yeah. I don't have this response. I try to save though. my weekends for catching up. So, like Sandman, when I read Sandman, I was doing that over the weekend. So, I try to try to do that. Um, um, but Punisher two, three, great, great. Uh, uh, issue is it my pick of the week? Maybe, maybe. Uh, it's either that or I mean, 
Devil's Reign Omega. Did you read that one? No, I downloaded it. I didn't read it, but I love Devil's Reign. Yeah, this really- one, I didn't think we needed an Omega, but this issue worked. It worked. It just kind of wraps things up because Fisk goes on the run, right? He's where he sails away. So this whole issue, they're just saying like Fisk has gotten away. How do we tie up the other, like they tie up other plots? Yeah. You know, um, do you want me to like say anything? I'm, I'm skimming through it right now. You can. Okay. Uh, at the end, uh, there's, there's one of the purple man's kids that still retains his powers and that's Joe. Um, uh, little little black boy, right? Because Purple Man has like a whole Planeteers cast as his like babies. It's weird. Anyway, the point being is is that uh, he still has his powers, and I think the cages are going to adopt him, which is so beautifully ironic that Je- that Jessica Jones ad- adopts Purple Man's child. Yeah, 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 but um. And 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 it's it's also just nice. It's it's nice from a couple different aspects. Cage is gonna be mayor, uh, and but the Thunderbolts don't answer to him, and he's they're like we just do what we're doing our own thing. You can't stop us. So the Thunderbolts be oh the uh, that this issue they basically say that there is still a vigilante law in New York regardless. Yeah, that people still vote for the like regardless of like getting Fisk out of office, people still want the vigilante law in effect. Yeah. And I think that's a crazy, crazy development, which we didn't get from Devil's Reign number six when it finished off. We didn't get that like type of information. But now it's like, where where are we going from this point onwards? And so we kind of see that like Matt and uh, Electra are just hanging out together. Uh, we see Butch, who's the uh, not the Rose, but Butch's Fisk's kid. Uh, yeah. He knows that where he's like where's matt because i know that um what's his name uh mike mike died i know it's mike where's matt it's weird if matt had anything to do with mike's death i will kill him myself and so there's a lot of cool things going on with devil's Rain omega yeah no it looks good and yeah. i like uh, i got to the, the end of the first uh story and like god freaking Kristen mcduffie can't catch a break <laughs> yeah because she thinks matt's dead right yeah yeah she's named after uh mcduffie right mcduffie mcduffie i uh, believe so she she's created by mark wade so yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past him that that's why why am i it's thinking also, about what's mcduffie's first name um dwayne dwayne mcduffie yeah yeah he might have that like thinking of the timing that might have been when he died uh, yeah, Mark Wade might have started his run right around when Dwayne McDuffie died. Yeah. Did did we talk about the fact that Keegan Michael Key and Dwayne McDuffie are half brothers? Yes, that's come up before, which is ridiculous. And he only found out after Dwayne died. That's yeah. That's so wild. sad. Yeah. I think they they share a father. I think that's what it is. But um it's crazy. Who sorry, I not to take away from yeah. sad moment. Yeah. Um what who's taking is Zdarsky sticking with Daredevil? Yeah, and Batman. He's gonna be writing Daredevil and Batman. Wow. He's gonna have to work extra hard to make them distinctly different. I I at this point, following Mark Wade's run, I 
I think because Mark Wade brought him back. He's just like pulled him away from the darkness. Yeah. But then reintroduced it and said, like, it's not gone. Right. But I like I have decided Matt needs is going to address it now and start to live with his depression and all this other stuff and and open himself up. Yeah. And so I think Daredevil has moved beyond being the Batman. Right. Fast meal. He's always right. to me, he's all, like I get because they're both dark heroes. And like I would say the, the, people point this out too, like Moon Knight is a little bit more lined up with Batman. Just because like Moon Knight deals with psychology, and that's always been Batman's thing. It's yeah. it's the site it's it's the psychology of the villains. Yeah. And not like their gimmicks. And uh, Daredevil always seen as mature Spider-Man. Oh, it's sure, it's Nightwing. What? More like Nightwing, right? Well, now I I think I think again to our, our foundational conversation is they take from each other, yeah, and learn from each other. And I think the, the template of Daredevil, because I mean, look, it, it happened right on the uh, right after the Rick Grayson huge freaking mess up, and Mark Wade came in when the Kevin Smith the Bendis to uh not rucka although rucka might have ended it who we're talking about uh brubaker brubaker took over after bendis okay the the cast basically from kevin smith until the start of the mark wade thing it was just this every single run was just like this is matter rock bottom no this is him at rock bottom and brubaker's like no bendis and kevin smith now he's at rock bottom like yeah and and mark wade came and was just like no Let's put him back in the sunshine. Mark Wade is optimistic. Mark Wade is the most uh, 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 consistent writer at, yeah. at that upper echelon level. Yeah. he. I can't think of a biggest stumble. Like, Bendis kind of, his DC tenure hasn't been no. super stellar. I mean, I'm fine with it. Uh, the only thing I wasn't fine with Bendis is his Justice League run, like his second half of his Justice League run. That's ending, you know, or ended. But like, yeah, it's I like the first part. Didn't like the second part. Yeah. Like, he likes to do this thing where he invents a new character and then just focuses all his ideas on that new character. Like yeah. da- Damon Rose, which is Lois Lane's lost, lost, long lost brother. Who cares, man? Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. I, but then he, he focuses a lot on him. He should He should do the Flash. That's Bendis? honestly, yeah. Well, would he do Wally? I don't know what he'd do, but I think the Flash is the perfect distillation of what of what he does. It's like the villains, yeah, like the, the long yeah. history. Because it's Spider-Man-esque. Yeah. Yeah, Flash is very much the Spider-Man. Yeah, because Bendis' best stuff is Ultimate Spider-Man. Yeah. A hundred, oh, a, a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. And why, but also why that also is why his Daredevil run is so good too. Because his understanding of what makes that archetype tick. Yeah. And then applying it to both Daredevil and uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, so uh, there was a, like some, some good titles this week. I don't know. Are you, are you reading any of the X-Men titles? Legion of X, perhaps? I, I'm behind on X. Okay. But I, I read a little bit of it. 
It's good. Legion of X is good. It's a very interesting cast because from the get-go, they one of the main characters is Forget Me Not. Oh. Do you know Forget Me Not? That sounds that's a new one, right? Forget Me Not has oh. been in a bunch like a bunch of titles in the last like 10 years. But the thing about Forget Me Not is when you look away from Forget Me Not, you forget about him. He can never oh. he can never have long-term relationships with people. So he's the the silence from Doctor Who. I don't I don't know Doctor Who, but tell me about it. Oh well, they they there's this uh, these aliens who basically they uh, it's a way to sort of explain like the American Slenderman. Okay, idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I, I know and, what they look like. Yeah, yeah, and so but their whole thing is that you only remember them when you're looking at them, and the moment that you look away, you forget. But they can also implant hypnotic suggestion oh so they can tell you to do something and then you'll sort of be when you look away you'll be compelled to do it but you won't remember why how do you defeat them um well doctor who basically <laughs> gets them to unintentionally order their own uh execution oh because okay. he, he, he they injure one of the silence and then doctor who records him like while he's talking to him and the thing gets cocky and it's just like, you don't know what you're dealing with. You should execute us all on sight. And Doctor Who just like takes that movie video clip, superimposes it onto uh, man landing on the moon. The footage of that. Okay. So anytime you watch the footage of the moon landing, you are told to execute any member of the silence uh that you see why is that the most viewed video of all time or something i mean damn near it's also something that will be continually viewed through generation after generation so he went to the original footage put it on the original footage they were in 1969 oh they they he basically put a little doohickey onto their cameras before they launched huh okay weird but fair. it's it's the first two episodes of the season six premiere, Matt Smith's second uh, series, okay. second season. Yeah. Um, Nightcrawler is obviously a main character in this. Forget Me Not is also as well. Forget Me Not does a lot of clandestine missions. I think he was in a run of X-Force as well. Uh, and, and, but they bring up that there is, they call him Zabi, X-A-B-I, I think. Um, and they, they, they say that people like they're doing a mission briefing and they're like, something about Zabi, and then they're like, who's Zabi? And they're like, until we get the neural implants, we, it's complicated. Like, so Nightcrawler didn't know how to answer that question because he doesn't even know, kind of. Like, it's this weird thing. So I think they're trying to find a way to pick and choose who's going to remember this guy and not. Uh, especially he's on the team. Juggernaut, also on the team. Uh, which is cool. Um, we also have uh, them go to Arako which is Mars, they go to Arako and then they, the Arako mention that um, they, they do something weird with gods. They say like any God that's, that needs to, that we wants us to worship them needs to come here and like essentially live through our slaughter of them. Like we will try to kill you and you just have to earn our respect. <laughs> so it's super weird, but uh, it, Legion Mex is essentially the cops of Krakoa. It's, okay. it's about their justice system and led by Nightcrawler. 
Well, yeah, because that was his whole thing of why he was thinking about looking for religion, right? Was kind of like we have these three laws, yeah. but no context for them. Right. Because it's like society isn't just laws. Right. It is the context in which we live out those laws. Right. So, because it also says the whole make more mutants thing, no one will force people. I, I think this is a... I think this is a current political thing. They say we will not force anyone to make mutants, um, but we will let it be. But that is something that we want. Make more mutants, but we won't force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. Well, but they also have millions upon millions of mutants to resurrect as well. Right. Right. So, but they also mean for the time. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Make more mutants. But it is also like, well, for the time being, we're right. gonna we have resurrections to make <laughs> yeah i'm with you um but uh i like this series it, it was it, it had some really interesting points that they brought in Araco. uh storm makes a quick appearance we have juggernaut we have um an introduction of a new araki mutants that i think will join legion of x uh but then legion also brought back blindfold she, yeah. she they resurrected blindfold because now blindfold can be resurrected and Blindfold has been dead since she committed suicide in the Age of X kind of plot back before House of X Powers. She's been dead since then. Oh, well, uh, Thunderbird got her beat. He's been dead since no, yes. Giant X-Men. Right, but they wouldn't bring back precogs. Yeah. There was yeah, a yeah, rule yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's Thunderbird is back, which has been, been very interesting for a giant-sized X-Men fan like myself. That's where I started. Giant size X-Men, essentially. Yeah. Um, my 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 X-Men journey relatively started. Well, it started with Ultimate X-Men, but then when I, I got Essential X-Men number one, which oh. starts off with Giant Size X-Men. But that's a I feel like it, Ultimate X-Men is a good run. I especially love the last run of it. Which I, is a, which Kitty Pride the Kitty oh, Pride Team Gray. The uh, um, reservation stuff, right? Yeah. I love, I love that was that. interesting. Yeah. Just that whole period of ultimates where they're just like, I, I honestly described, especially when Hickman took over, it's just like, it's as if Akira, it's like, it, it's Marvel mixed with Akira. Cause it's like they blew up DC. Like yeah. that, that whole thing was crazy. But yeah, they just, it's like, I, but I find that Ultimate X Men has been a lot of people's, um, like entry point from yeah. uh, people our age, especially, but like you could tell you become a real X-Men fan when you start to hate the ultimate X-Men twist Yeah, of how the mutant gene is just an airborne version of a super soldier serum. I don't think it's, is it, was it airborne? Well, it was started yeah. with Wolverine. Wolverine is. No, it was, one. it was airborne ish. Yeah. 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 But they, yeah. It, it was weird. It's a weird choice, and I don't want them to do that in the MCU. Um, you got a hard out at 6.30, right? Yes. Okay. Um, let's get through uh, a couple of other ones. Uh, what else was a good one that you read? Um, or let's talk about Amazing Spider-Man 2, because what are they we both doing? read it. Amazing Spider-Man 1 was a cluster of just weird, like, they, it was weird. The, the first panel happens, the first page happens in Amazing Spider-Man 1, and then it's like six months later. And it's like, what? You try what you fast forward six months, so now we have to like know the concept. and like, 
and a huge thing seemed to have happened too. Some explosion like of he some is sort in ashes. Some explosion of some sort. Him and Mary Jane are broken up. Mary Jane has some kids. Don't know how. Fantastic. Yeah, he did something old... to the Fantastic Four that the Fantastic Four doesn't want to talk to him. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that. And they. That being said, this issue much better. This issue. Well, yeah, because much better. This issue it's it's dealing with Tombstone. Yeah, I'm loving but... it. By the way, I'm loving this Tombstone Beetle. Like I've been loving it since the Ro- Romeo and Juliet stuff that they did the last couple of years with Randy Robertson, Robert Robertson. You know, like yeah, I've been loving that. Just, honestly, like I came in uh, during the last uh, Randy Robertson. I started reading Spider Man during Heroes Return. Okay. Uh, yeah. When they relaunched after Heroes Reborn sucked ass. Um, and so Randy mm-hmm. Robinson being back has always been a treat because okay. he was that was he was a, played into stuff back then. Mm. Um, but yeah, but I, this is better because this is like dealing with the context of what the story is that we know. It's yeah. dealing with what we saw last issue. Right. And last issue just was like dealing with stuff. It's almost like last issue didn't seen. matter. Yeah. This is kind of a the real issue number one are we am i am i wrong uh you're not wrong but it, it is also like this issue would be annoying if we didn't have freaking context either so it's like we need the context but yeah this is but it the didn't first matter good issue none of that stuff mattered we didn't no, see mary was... jane right oh aunt may doesn't like peter there was like a weird thing there they had a falling out remember that's issue one yeah but issue two doesn't bring up that yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's just I don't know what the plan is, what they're <laughs> doing. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't yeah, know. Like, is. it better be good. <laughs> I hope the payoffs. Yeah. Also, I don't like them. They need to do. Okay, somebody brought this up, and and I'm I'm starting to agree with them. They need to first things first. What I definitely agree with. They need to marry Mary Jane and him, and let him have his kid. They need to pull a Superman, Jonathan Kent thing. They need to do that. And then know that Miles Morales is around. Like he's around. The rest of the Spider family, they're around. They got their own titles. Let's have Miles be the Spider-Man and, and, and Peter worry about raising a superpowered kid kind of like in Renew Our Vows, right? Spinneret mm-hmm. or whatever her name is. Like, come on, let's age, like, let, let's let Peter have a happy ending for once. Let him like, let him do that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Zeb Wells is the writer okay. of this. He's had all right stuff. But if I remember correctly, he got his start making movies for Wizard Magazine. Okay. Like, Wizard had, um, like, uh, a video contest and Zeb Zeb Wells did like silly videos and it got enough attention that he got he parlayed that into a job with Marvel. Uh he but, like looks like he was known for his work on Robot Chicken. Did he get Robot Chicken true. because of Twisted Toy Fair? Yeah, because because of Mar- because of uh his connection with Wizard. Yo, dude, he's married to Heidi Gardner. Yeah, no, I just saw that. I just saw that. That's great. I did not know that. That's hilarious. But but yeah, but like, there's always been something about his writing 
that just doesn't feel I don't want to say good I don't okay. want to be that dismissive of it okay. but there's just not a a care to it like it, it it feels more like Kevin Smith with freaking uh Daredevil and uh the Green Arrow stuff uh-huh. that was Kevin Smith as a comic book writer yeah anything else he has done Black Cat Spider-Man Black Cat Batman Cacophony uh, Batman Cacophony The Whispering Ire all of that is Kevin Smith the fan and that's why they suck and I really think Zeb Wells uh I like Zeb of, Wells on New Mutants I just realized okay I, I like his New Mutants run What's his new mutants run? What, um, what's the era of that? That's uh, that's Danny Moonstar when X Man kind of joins up. Like, okay. Like kind of he he joins later. It, it starts off as Zeb Wells. He has two complete. Uh, oh, collections. okay. No, he has yeah, one he com- does... one collection, and then Abnett and Lanning take over. Yeah, but he he's during the dark period that is Second Coming. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the initial hope. Yeah. Uh stuff oh and then he wrote hellions oh he's the one who wrote hellions the recent hellions one yeah that's good i like i like the recent hellions but yeah but i don't know i am not a fan of this run so far it's not enough that john ramita jr who is my favorite spider-man artist what oh yeah john ramita jr for days we keep talking shit on him like J.R.J.R., his, his, I do not like his art. I mean, it's got, he's, he's gotten a little, I think he's relying on his colorist a little bit more, and Scott Hanna's not inking his stuff okay. as strongly as it was. Uh-huh. But, like, back in the day, back when it first started, I freaking loved it. But Maybe like, back in the day, but, but it's even chicken Mark scratch Bag- now. Mark Bagley's gotten chicken scratchier, too. They're just getting up there. Yeah. There's just something about it that just they're getting chicken scratchier because look at look it also at, depends on your inker, right? But I mean, I don't know if Bagley has a regular inker, but John Romina Jr. and Scott Hanna are a package deal. Okay. Well, Imminent long been Imminent and Von Grobiger used to be the duo. Like anything Imminent did, Scott Bro- uh, 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 Von Grobiger did. Um yeah. I need to, I know Wade Von Grobiger. Uh, I need to reach out to him. Did he, because he never did this for any other book, but did uh, Grobichev do when uh, Stuart Amonin's Thor run? Uh, may, maybe. Um, he, had, he had a Thor run early 2000s where for whatever reason, the ink and the color came together that it looked almost like a, like painted. Like it was just such a different style than what he does, like in like Ultimate Spider-Man. He did. He, he did when when Eminem did Fear Itself. Uh, he, yeah, he was that on Fear Itself. Go back. This is the. This would have been again the Heroes Reborn. Probably been like Thor, thir- in the thirties. Eminem came on, so different from like what he does now. Like such a different design, and such a different art style it's very very weird like how volume different he did some thor but i can't seem to figure it out 
Um, I don't know, but um, but yeah. Anyway, um, a couple things I, I wanted to hit before we get going. Um, I don't know what happens in what Robin fourteen Deathstroke Inc nine. They both tie together. Does Robin fourteen end with Geo Force coming out? Um, let me pull. It it's back so up. dumb. I'm very upset about this. Even though I like this event right now, I it's it's the dumbest reveal. Yeah, I do not really understand what. How does it end? How does Robin is which one comes first? Deathstroke Inc. Nine or Robin Fourteen? Um. Uh, that's part seven, and Deathstroke Inc. is part six. Okay, Robin ends with Geo. Ends with Geo Force. Which is the dumbest thing that Geoforce has been pretending to be Deathstroke to ruin Deathstroke. How does that make sense? Because he's not a weapons expert. As far as I remember, Brion is not a weapons expert. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> By the way, I do like this AAPI Heritage Month cover uh, with Connor and, and Damien eating ramen on a rooftop. And it's the cutest thing. Oh, nice. I, in and fact, I, was, I, I might look that up. I might buy that because I always, Connor, when when colored right, is my skin color. And growing up as a kid, I'm oh, like, Connor Hawk. Connor Hawk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, growing up as a kid, I'm like, the only difference is he has blonde hair for some reason, but he's, he's brown. All, uh, he's, he's brown like Queens. Me. Like, look at him on this cover. Like, I don't have, I don't have that, that cover. Um, or you do you have it up on the, I have it on the slideshow, yeah. But um, but like Connor is brown like me. Oh yeah, I, I remember yeah, yeah. No, they 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 seem to have finally realized that. He's, it yeah. seemed like that was in the early two thousands, a little bit up for interpretation. They they made him tan at best. Uh, back yeah. At, yeah, yeah. But they also weren't treating him right anyway. Like they like did this thing with dragon. I mean, that's that's again the the thing that happened with Gen three and gen four yeah is the stagnation of the um of the heroes and the legacy yeah. characters yeah was gen yeah. four because again i think uh, with nightwing being gen three uh those guys are never forgotten robin is always considered like in every interpretation of batman every interpretation of i mean maybe wally wally's forgotten for wallace but like yeah, Wally uh, was literally re written out of <laughs> yeah, reality. but Speedy, Speedy's Gen three, because it's that you know. Um, but yeah, but like, but Roy Harper, um, he got all right. But yeah, uh, Wally West got screwed. Yeah, Tim Drake got screwed. Yeah, Tim Tim Drake got screwed both that's, ways. That's Gen four, I'm saying. But yeah, yeah, because yeah, Tim Drake aged out of robin and still for some reason they won't let him be something new right they've screwed up the right. times they try to make him something new right he's just like i'm red robin yeah it's like mm, yum hey, you gotta you gotta have a, a new name you gotta get a nightwing it somebody somebody online brought up a new name that he should do and i was like okay cool they also said that signal drake <laughs> no not drake somebody said that signal should be something else with an s and i'm like skylark that's a thing. Like, make them Skylark. Give them another uh, bird-related thing. I'm cool with that. Signal needs a better thing than Signal. It's dumb. And he needs more respect. Well, especially, like, again, like, it's just, like, when you think of 
Batman and you hear the word signal, bat signal. Yeah, but that's it's like kind it's of redundant. The, yeah. No, that, that's, no, I I get it's trading in, but it's just yeah, I think you're right. Like I don't know if Skylark is the most. No, maybe not. But he he name, also but... Duke Thomas gets gets forgotten about anyway. So it's like, I mean, at least because because like uh Harper became Blackbird, right? And so it's like it's kind of also like Harper Row got dropped. Yeah. Um, real quick, I want I want to go through uh, uh, some real quick things. Action Comics ten forty three. Uh, uh, this this is going to be the most iconic storyline of of Superman for the next decade. Like it's a really good run. Um, definitely worth checking out. Avengers fifty six is a Jane Foster centric um, storyline, um, but it deals with the Council of Red, which is the Mephistos trying to tempt her. Um, Batman Fortress number one. I don't know exactly where it's going. It has to do with a global blackout. There's a global blackout and Batman having to like figure things out. Detective, uh, but that it's good. It's a good start. Detective Comics 1060 is interesting. I like the art. I like the story. Uh, Detective Comics has been pretty solid for the last like 15 issues or so. Um, and then, um, I mean, that's it for me. Did you want any quick uh, reviews before we get going? No, I think we've dealt with the stuff we wanted to talk about. Yeah. I'm ambi- I like uh, action. Like this is the still the war world. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Oh, they went over the origin of Mongol, which I thought was cool. Okay. Yeah. Has he never gotten one? As far not like not with this, no. Hmm. They kind of made it, it they kind of gave him a, almost a Vandal Savage-esque origin, which is kind of cool. Um but not with powers. But with with, yeah, it, 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 well, that's the thing. Like again, like to bring a full circle to our Korg thing discussion. There's if you're putting it onto another an alien or a different species, mm-hmm. cool, go for it. It's it's kind of cool to have the analogs and and the right the comparison. That they're different. It's when yeah. you yeah, it's when you do it to people within either the, the same world, the yeah. same uh, planet. The same even the same teams yeah 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 i'm with like you that's when you get into it. it's just like what, what do you why, why do we need all these people they do a cool thing with this origin thing on in action in the new action comics where because mongol okay uh this is something i talked about in tiktok real quick dark side inspires thanos which then inspires mongol like dc like i don't know if you knew that but like that was kind of deep like i didn't know i didn't know mongol was Mo- was from uh thanos Thanos. Yeah, Mongols from Thanos. And in this issue, they kind of bring an Infinity Stone-esque flavor to it. Um, uh, 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 it's not exactly, but if they want to like incorporate that, like they they will. But like so they're they're making him a little bit more like Sinestro of like I see the world the way it needs to be. Uh no, he's not as smart. I will. No, he he's more like a like a dictator of gladiator games, right? Like he is just well, yeah. you will you will you will become stronger. You know, if what does not kill you makes you stronger, and I am the strongest there is. That's kind of his yeah. like motivation. Yeah, no, it's he's he is following the nat- he believes he's following natural law, like again yeah. Thanos. Um, but cool. Yeah, I have not that whole world world uh run i have read zero of you gotta jump on this again this is gonna be the run that's gonna be talked about i'm calling it now 
I'm calling it now. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna release it like in trades and hardcovers and omnibuses. They you know they'll they'll no doubt some sort of media will end up doing a a interpretation of it. You know, but again, like that's like why start with freaking dark side? You have like someone right. like Mongol. Well, Mongol was dumb up until like, a certain point. Mongol's better now. I didn't. I never liked Mon- Mongol. Mongol like was shown like God. The fact that nobody at, at DC Films decided to look like seemed to actively not look at the Bruce Tim universe, right? And it's like God, like it laid it all out how right. to do what Marvel's doing. But the problem is the the creators are just like I know best, and I. I I want yeah. edgy shit. Like I want cool. Like you just gotta be a badass, man. Just be a badass. Yeah. That's every everybody should be a badass. And it's like Superman is a badass by monster. what he doesn't do. You know? Yeah. Superman is a badass by him holding back. Honestly, it's just like God. I wish like instead of pilfering Joss Whedon, they should like done something to get a meeting with Fe- uh with Feige. Over at DC. Yeah, he's like too some, high up. That's too no, much. but like, like, just try and like get him a dinner and try and steal his notebook. James Gunn like. is the closest <laughs> thing to that. Yeah, but Taika Taika needs to go over to DC, help a little. Yeah, I just don't know what he'd do. We're stronger together. DC and Marvel are strongest when they're not hating each other, when they're inspiring each other. That's what I think. Yeah, well, they also like let's see some cross pollination, baby. I needlessly picked a fight but like what it comes down to is like this has always been my distinction and i uh, my friend russ was the one who like put this in my head uh-huh. but marvel is about turning monsters into men and dc is about turning men into gods i mean it's reductionist like, but okay no but i mean at, at its core okay it is a it is about Marvel is about like the the darkness and the 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 weaknesses of humanity uh-huh. and how those can be turned into strengths. But yeah. everyone is kind of def- so many characters are defined by their worst day and them trying to make amends for it. Yeah, like Tony Stark making amends for being the world's leading producer of weapons. Spider Man failing to save. Uh, um, well, his, his, that's his, their. Idea of realism, right? Like Marvel will do that. They'll put up like tragedy like that in there. Well, yeah, both sides do that. A little reductionist, but but no, but but DC is literally about like the triumph of man. It yes. is about the, the 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 rise of man to the to the occasion, and Marvel is about how a monster can also rise to the occasion. Like, ah, okay. Maybe I also I also see it how they how they tackle their teams. Their teams tend to be pantheons of of family, like a family of gods, like Olympus. And the teams in Marvel tend to be work friends. Yeah, that's it. Like like that's like a dynamic. No, I mean li- li- like just look at the Arrowverse and like the the Central City PD uh, mural of the pantheon of gods and how it's the justice league okay and then yeah you're right marvel is just a bunch of work friends they're work friends they're they're not hanging out for i mean a couple of them will hang out daredevil and and cage and jessica jones like those heroes hang out i can believe that but cap and tony are not thanksgiving buddies 
they're not. They're not hanging out with each other for Thanksgiving. No, they they have Thanksgiving together because it's been a particularly hard year, and they lost. Their, but it's like usual- when you have Thanksgiving at work, like yeah. it'd be like that, or like Halloween at work, or or whatever, like whatever. It's a work party. It's not an actual party. Well, it's uh, one of the best lines is from the the UK office, the the finale. Yeah, and uh, um, Martin Freeman, the Tim, G- the Jim character. Yeah, yeah. Um, he says um, he's talking about um, like how you get close with people you work with because at the end of the day, you spend more time with them than your friends and family. Right. Eight hours a day. And so there is that bond, and yeah, Marvel is kind of like, well, you know, your your family. But they're not. It's Marvel's not family. But anyway, uh, thank you, Trevor, so much for coming on the show. I know you got you got to get going. Let me know uh, what are you, what's your social media? Where can we find you? What do you got coming up? I am at Trevor Copter um, on social medias, uh, Twitter and Instagram, and I got a TikTok. And I just I got hacked, so I had to change my, uh, my hacked YouTube on what page. Uh, my Google got a little poking around what? someone uh got on um yeah my youtube all of a sudden i was just like i did not search for this movie how to crack this movie editing software <laughs> weird yeah okay someone was poking around on, on my but i i you realized got back? that my um my yeah yeah no I, i'm fine but my youtube uh i changed that the name of that to trevor copter so it's all across the board trevor copter now okay but um yeah, I got. Um, I don't really have anything personally coming up, but I am going to be. If you're in LA, I'll be around Hollywood Fringe next month. Okay. Uh, the Play Festival, new new works. Yeah, bunch of cool stuff happening all around t- uh, the LA East Hollywood, Santa Monica, or like Melrose area. Okay. Um, and then um, I'll be teching some plays in July as well. So. All right. Yeah, if you want to check check out stuff that I'm involved with. Uh, 66 theater company um follow them on instagram uh we got cool stuff and then we have a uh, a film festival coming up in july that we're partnering with so got a cool bunch of cool stuff all right cool 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 um thank you uh trevor so much uh for anyone out there who's watching the live stream you're watching us on volume.com watching on twitch.tv or youtube.com all of those are slash the keeg show you can find us anywhere on social media at The Keeg Show. So whether it's a slash The Keeg Show or on social media at The Keeg Show, we are all over the place. Uh, it's rebranding season, baby. Trevor's doing it. We did it. Everybody is rebranding right now. They're consolidating their social media. They're figuring it out. Tis the season. I feel like things are transitioning right now. There's a, there's a, there's a shift. And it's, you know. And so uh, take advantage of that for everybody. Also, if you want to listen to our podcast, we just released our uh key talks episode uh about aapi representation in media um that's definitely something if you guys are interested check out our podcast on that that is wherever you get your podcast from uh apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio. we're all over the place check out our podcast this episode is also going to be released as a podcast most of our stuff is uh this weekend we got star wars celebration so stay tuned for more content on instagram and on tiktok when it comes to Star Wars Celebration, we're also throwing a Star Wars Celebration after party. Uh, Trevor will be there. I will be there. Um, a lot of uh, 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 other people, some really cool people, Furies by T and Darth Chaco and Element 7 and Sawyer and um, uh, Mesa Windu and Alderaan Places. Uh, they're all going to be there. Uh, Miss Marauder is going to be there. 
Uh, we got we got a lot, um, a lot of things coming up. So definitely follow us on Instagram and TikTok. I, to I stay feel like I should. Sorry to jump yeah. in, but I was like, I feel like I should like for this week and be like Trevor Ka- Toby or like Trevor Kenobi or something. <laughs> I would for celebration. Don't rebrand for for an event. I think people do that on Twitter though, right? You can change your name, but not. You can change at. your display name, but yeah, you don't. Yeah. You, you keep your at. Keep your at. Trevor. I'll be, I'll be Trev, Trev one Kenobi, Trevor one Kenobi. Trevobi Kenopter. <laughs> do what you want. Do what you will. Do what you want. I'll figure that out. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys so much uh, for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Trevor, for being on the show. Uh, this has been another episode of Comic Talk. It's May 26, 2022. I'm your host, Demetra Pereira. I will see you guys next week for another episode of Comic Talk. Take care, everybody. Bye.